Hello, and welcome back again to the podcasts. <laughs> hey there, everyone. How's everybody doing? Uh, I'm Naomi. And I'm Jose. And we're back to talk about another, another screenwriting-related topic. Um, Jose, my question for you today is... Why do you always ask questions? <laughs> because I'm bossy. <laughs> um, okay, my question for you today is, what is your favorite example, favorite movie example of a theme stated? Ah, being stated <laughs> again. Uh, all right, all right. You know, it, it's funny because I know in, you know, when Blake and I talked about this a lot also with writers, you know, the theme stated, he says, it comes at page five, mm-hmm. right, which is, it, which is great. Um, and I, and I, I, I totally agree with that because you want to make sure that your audience knows really what's the real story, right, right? being told and that's really what the theme is, is, is telling us or, you know, so we know right away what kind of, is the real story, what the right. heart of the story you is. You want to give your audience a sense of what the story is about yeah. as early as you can. I yeah, think. it's not just about the external or the physical story, right. but right. really it's what the heart of it. And I think it's important to know that because for us as an audience member, um, when we're watching or we're reading, you know, it's our way in. Yeah. Right? It, it's, it's the, the hook is getting hooked. We're getting hooked in emotionally speaking. Right. right, right. And as I always say, you know, I'll never, you know, become some big sports star or I know that's already <laughs> off my bucket list but there are a lot of movies out there you know like like Rocky right mm-hmm. wherein we know that what the real story is that you know you're not always going to be a loser right you know just because everybody tells you you're a loser doesn't right. mean you have to live your life as right. a loser right and I think we all understand that even though none of us are going to be heavyweight boxers right and maybe you might still be but uh, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm training yeah, 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 but I won't anymore um, but so I think that's it's, so it's important to know that you know, uh, early on. Yeah. Right. But you know, just kind of going to your 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 question of what's my favorite. Uh, it's funny because my favorite example of a real great theme stated yeah. uh, movie isn't actually stated in page five or oh. very early on. Which was, but my favorite movie. It might be even my favorite movie of all time. It is uh, Shawshank Redemption. Mm-hmm. Right. Because and I, I love it because really that the theme gets played out so much, but. You know, as, as, as I remember, it's um, I was either timing it or reading the script. Mm-hmm. I know it came out like in either page forty-nine or minute forty-nine. Yeah. And for me, that theme stated is when Morgan Freeman read, you know, uh, goes back to Andy Dufresne, Tim Robbins, and tells him, "Hope is a dangerous thing." Right. right? And this happens right, and this is like I think close to midpoint or right after midpoint, mm-hmm. but it's like in the middle of the movie already. Um, it right, happens right after when Andy Dufresne's character, I mean Andy Dufresne, the character. You know, gets thrown in the hole for playing that opera music to the yard. Right. Right. And once he's released, one of the members of the gang they ask him, "Was it worth it?" And and in the frame says, "Yes, it was." To give people a sense that you know of of, of a hope, moment of hope, a moment yeah. of hope, right? right? To tell them that there's still that outside world that they're not that they're still part of it. Right. And that's when Red goes to the to him and says that you know, hope can be a dangerous thing. Right. But even it's, if it's stated right there at page forty-nine, right or minute forty-nine. Right? I, I think that theme was playing out all throughout from yeah. the moment we meet Andy Dufresne. Right. right? He's, he's one guy who never gave up hope. Even though, as we find out, right, he was wrongly accused and wrongly thrown in prison. Right. right? So we think. Um, but he never said, you know, woe is me. Right. right. Uh, you know, uh, um, this is it for me. I have right. a life prison. I'm, I'm, I'm giving up. Right. Right. He didn't become one of the other guys. Right. Right. He always kind of stood apart from him. Even, you know, Red says that in his narration very early on. Yeah. That Andy stood out from everybody else. And it was because of that sense that he had in him of never having given up. 
And even physically speaking, mm-hmm. you see it. Remember in, in that story where we have those three guys, the sisters, yeah. right, who call themselves the sisters, yeah. and you know, we knew that they wanted to do nasty things right. to, to end the frame. But there was never one scene, and that played out like several times, where he gave up and just simply said, okay, let's get right. it over and he done fought, with. Right. He always fought. Yeah, yeah. But I think that was a great way to really play out the theme, even right. in a very physical moment, right. where showing us that this is a guy who never wanted to give up. He right. always maintained that hope in him. Right. Right. So I know it's like, yes, I just said earlier, it's nice <laughs> to have it very early on if, as, as a state, as you know, if you can state it. Right. But if you are not able to state it, but you have to still show it somehow through right. your characters and how they play it out. Right. So that's, you know, that's my example. Yeah, of, uh, that's a really interesting one because I think you're right. Like that is a very thematic movie. You, mm-hmm. you get the sense of what it's about yeah. right away. Um, and, you know, maybe that's why it doesn't have to be stated. Because I think the theme stated often works as an organizing principle. Like when you're taking in all of the pieces of a story, the theme stated helps you sort of sort through the information and make sense of it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that. Yeah. if, that, if mm-hmm. that particular story was very clear and just mm-hmm. didn't need a theme stated until the other characters are beginning to understand it too or beginning yes. to reflect on it... Um, that makes total sense to me, you know, and that is a very thematic movie. So it would make sense that it's it's being shown to you. It doesn't yeah. need to be said. How about you? What's your favorite example for a theme? Well, <laughs> I'm going to go completely traditional. I have two examples that I that I think of as being really great theme stated moments. Um, the first one is when Harry met Sally. Okay. Because that one is, I mean, it's heavy handed on theme in the best possible way. Like yeah. that movie, it mines its point. To, to the the deepest depths, you know what I mean. Yeah, Men and yeah. women can't be friends, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then it just plays that out in every single scene. It shows you what it's saying to you, yeah. and I love it. I it's one of my favorite movies. Um, and then the other example that I think is really good is Training Day. Uh, ah, okay, okay. Yeah, in the theme stated moment, I think Denzel Washington's character says to Ethan Hawke, "Today's a training day," and it's for you to show me what you're made of or something along those yeah. lines, right? It's the, it, you're going to prove yourself today. Yeah. And that is what that movie is about is his character choosing what kind of cop he's going to be and, and basically, you know, showing us and stating to the world, like, this is what he stands for. Yeah. So I think that's a really good thing. No, yeah, especially, I, I, I love the thing with, with Training Day because once it's it said very early on, mm-hmm. obviously because it, that whole movie so in one day, it's right. Training Day. But the way he says it, the way Denzel Washington yeah. says it, you think he's just talking about, you know, oh, I'm going to prove my, you know, my, my, my physical strength, maybe right. being this macho cop, right? right. But it's not. It, it, but it ultimately, when you see, when you get to the, you know, that almost all is lost moment for him where he's in the bathtub and mm-hmm. that dark night of the soul moment, mm-hmm. he's in the bus, right, thinking of what to do. Yeah. That's when his true character finds, he right. finds out who he's really going to be, what he's really made of, right? right? It's not about the physical strength, but more of the emotional strength that he really had to right. really determine who he was. Is he going to be a good cop or a corrupt cop? Right. Like everybody and else. that example, I think, is so great because it, you know, that line has so much subtext that you understand yeah. after you've seen the movie, yeah. right? Like, yeah. in the moment, it makes sense, and it's it's true to the character, and it makes sense in the scene, plays out beautifully, but then... As the story unfolds, you understand kind of the the layers to it, and yeah. you understand like the the full story that's going on. I really like that one. Yeah, yeah, and I think it, 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 I love that scene where he goes save the girl in the alley, mm-hmm. right, from being assaulted, right, and he runs and saves her. But you know, when the when he comes back, Denzel Washington's like he almost like you know 
what's the point to that? You don't, you know, you don't do that, right? right? It, but again, it, it, it plays out that theme, yeah, right? Yeah. Of, of what really is your character, right? Right? Because for themselves, like that's you know that's not the big thing to do, right? Right? It, it's like forget it. But right. as we find out, it, it pays off for him, right? right? For Ethan, Hawke. right? <laughs> and actually, that is exactly the theme too. Is like, you know, uh, Denzel Washington's character says, "You're going to show me what you're made of." Yeah. And he does. It's it's about actions. It's not yeah. about saying I believe this or you should do the right thing or whatever. He is actually having to take action and show us through yeah. his through yeah. his actions in the world what he's made of. Yeah. So I yeah I think that's a yeah. good one. Yeah yeah yeah. I think I think it's if there's a way exactly you just said it. You know, for as you're writing out your theme, not just as theme stated, but when you're playing out your theme, right? How are you able to show it in a very action-oriented mm -hmm. way, right? right? And I think that that really just helps sort of really, you know, support what you're trying to say, right? right? And, and you know, here's and just kind of coming off that, it's like here's one thing I always tell writers as well when they get to the theme stadium and then ask them what your story all about, right? They get a little bit, you know, I don't know what my theme is, right? And and it's almost like they feel like they have to come up with a totally new theme, mm -hmm. right? And I always tell them you don't have to, right? I mean. There are only so many themes out there. There's no point to... You don't right. need to reinvent right. the wheel. It, it's just how do you state it in this particular story that you're telling? What is the point of view you're taking? Right. Right? So don't get caught up with having to, to reinvent or come up with a totally new theme. Right. Right. Again, if you try coming up with something so new that nobody knows, nobody will know what you're talking about. Right? Yeah, and what you're really looking for in your theme, too, I think is something universal. Right. Yeah. Something that we can all kind of... Even if we don't agree with it, we we're interested in the way the argument plays out in yeah. the course of your story. Yeah. So yeah. inventing something entirely new would feel yeah. sort of maybe disconnecting to your audience, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 exactly. I think that's what it is. It's just like you just said it. It's 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 like a universal truth, right? Right. Whether you're for it or against it, that's what you find out in the story, right? And it's also you know you're not preaching. You're not telling us one way or the other that one is right, one is wrong, right? For your character. Right? If this is what they choose, then that's right. what it is. You play it out. Right. right. I think just going back to what you said earlier, too, about the importance of showing it, yeah. um, I think that is probably something that um, we all struggle with in our writing yeah. and something that I often talk to writers about, too, is showing us the theme through characters' actions and through the circumstances of your story rather than having them talk about the theme. Yeah. Because that, I think, often comes off a little heavy-handed yeah. and, and clunky, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. And yeah, if it's not done right, it becomes very preachy. Yeah, right? you want yeah. it in the subtext. Yeah. You want your theme in the subtext, yeah. I think. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Would you agree with that? Oh, yeah. I totally agree with that. It has to be in the subtext. Yeah. It is, and, and that's how, you, again, like I was, you know, I was saying before, is that you know, in those scenes where you're not sure how to play out the theme, right. if it's an action-oriented you know, movie, how do you play out theme? Right. right? And, and, and right. it is how this, it comes out to the subtext. Yeah, like, I agree. Mm -hmm. Good points, Jose. Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> Good points again from us today. <laughs> um, I guess that's it. We'll we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks again, everybody. Thank you.